settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to the Whistleblowers Sports Podcast. It is the Fraser Coast only sports podcast as far as we know. If you know of another one, let us know and we'll destroy them. Brendan Bowers, g'day. G'day, Mr. Bland. How are you? I'm very well for this hot, sultry week. Yeah, uh, yeah, it has been uh, just apparently warm, has it not? And sticky. And sticky, yeah. <laughs> Glad I'm not outdoors playing sport, that's for sure. But uh, a lot of people have, mate. Uh, and I'm not sure how hot it is in India. But, uh, well, we've gone down in the uh, the T20 series. But just... Just 4-1 doesn't really uh, signify how close Australia went. And mm. Again, not that I'm going to say that uh, umpires look favourably towards India. But what are you going to say? But you're going to say favor, uh, however, umpires look favourably towards India. However, <laughs> in the last over, when Australia only needed nine to win. Yeah. And there was a definite no ball, went above Mr. Wade's head, who's not the tallest man. No, that's no. granted. So went above his head, not called. Not called. Something stinks. Mm. Okay. And, uh, gee, we only went down by uh, not too much. No, went down and, uh, you know, good on the Australians. Uh, they had a different, oh, they were playing a second string Indian team. But mm. are, are we a second string Australian team? I think we could be. But, you know, I let's give a rap to Ben McDermott. Mm. He mm. doesn't get a lot of raps and he yeah. doesn't get a lot yeah. of games. Yep. 54 of 36 deliveries. I thought this man was the future of our the short game here in Australia. So um, if that is the case, he needs to start performing. And good on he him. He does. He does. But, uh, you know, there we are. We get ready now for the test in a week and a bit's time. Will it be the same team for the next T20 series that we have? And I'm not sure who that is against. I don't think so. I don't think so. Right. I think there'll be some changes made. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've got plenty of talent to choose from. And. Marcus Stoinis is a little disappointing to me. He's, uh, you know, promised so much, but really we need him to step up and uh, become that all-rounder that we know he can be. Absolutely. Stoinis can hit the ball, and mm. when he's on, he is fantastic mm. to watch, but there's no consistency with Marcus, I don't no. think. And look, uh, when you like that, I suppose, when you when you can make runs quickly, uh, a bit like our friend, Glenn Maxwell, um, the, in that, uh, you know, you're not always going to get the big scores every single game, but he's not even up to, to that, you know, once in a little bit standard at the moment, is he? No, he's not. Um, but, mm. you know, they've just got to find the right formula. Okay. All right. Rugby sevens, mate. Uh, Madison Levi and his sister Tegan have inspired Australia's rugby Women to a, a blistering triumph in the opening uh, Dubai Sevens. Yes, first um, round of the, the World Sevens Championships, and they defeated New Zealand in to break their 41 win streak, 41 game win streak. How well, that's, is that? That's a massive win, isn't it? It is. And, and Madison, get this World Series record of 12 tries in a single event. Jeepers, creepers. And they defeated the Kiwis 26-19 in the final. So How you, good is that? Can we uh, steal a couple of women and put them over in the men's there? <laughs> huh? Is it, no, not possible? No. I, I look, I, I'm all for sports equity and mm. female sport, but let's keep the females with the females yep. and the males with the males. Fair enough. It was a bit of a uh, backhanded comment on how good our uh, our rugby team is. At the I moment. just don't want to start controversy like uh, that female male swimmer. Ah, Yes. Now, go there. Go on. Tell us all about it. <laughs> no, no, no. That um, person who's had their sex change operation yes, is now yes. racing as a female. Mm. Yeah. Some Olympians are not even racing against her or him or yeah, it yeah. or 
Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, well, there, there are strict rules around that. So, yeah. Oh, you know, Brendan, something you don't know, mate. I was abroad for six months and then I had the operation. Now I'm a man again. All right. Uh, ah. <laughs> An oldie continue. but a goodie. Ah, An yes. oldie but a goodie. Only the oldies here, mate. <laughs> Worry about that. Now, football, Spurs, Ange Postacoglu. We're back, baby. Oh, what, with a draw? Oh, look, against Man City. Yeah, well, they're not the under all and end all. Under strength, Tottenham hot Spurs, yeah. but, you know, well done. You know, against a team like City, you're not going to create a lot of chances, says mm. the great coach himself, Mr. Postacoglu. Mm. And they got the reward for the way they play. Yeah, the cold Spurs are warming up a little bit. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, gee, you're still struggling. What are you in sixth? Fifth. Fifth. Mate. All right. Fifth. You're moving up the ladder Fifth. there. See Chelsea had a win over Brighton. It's all right. We're playing Arsenal next, I think. So we'll see. Now that, in all seriousness, will be a great test, won't it? So it will, we'll, and we'll... you know, I'm I'm confident. So you, well, you're wrangling this into the podcast every week now, uh, Tottenham. When they go well, if not, I've got to bring it up. When they they lose, you don't want to talk about it. Yeah, fair enough. But there's <laughs> not a not a great deal of sport as Australian sports. Um, you know, happening around the world well, at the moment. It's about to change because next week, of course, and this week we've got the T20 starting. We do. Uh, the Big Bash, if you like. Yes. So we'll be able to watch cricket every night, but it's a shortened version this year, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. And we'll speak about the Big Bash as we move on a bit further. Oh, okay. About... Sorry. That's in the rundown, which I didn't read. Um, <laughs> because nobody said it to me. All right, oh, then. Oh, look, I thought you were professional. Yeah. You can think on your feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I'm sitting on my butt, mate. Uh, netball. A little closer to home. The deal's done. Netball finally uh, have got what they want. Look, they've held out and they've got what they wanted. Yeah, look, it's been a long time coming, but congratulations. I don't think there's any winners in any of this. But well, the kick, well, the players must be. Yeah, but I don't think it did much for the sport. No, well, that might have suffered a little bit, but it'll bounce back. Yeah, hope Excuse so. Excuse the pun. Yeah. <laughs> no. There could be a bit of contact. <laughs> Uh, good on them too. So what have they gone from to, to where? The key to the agreement was a revenue share arrangement for above forecasting of sponsorship money on the players' terms rather than reliant on the financially challenged super netball competition. So that's mm-hmm. good. The other sticking point uh, was the consensus on the new commercial model that included concessions over issues such as the use of player IP, which is becoming more and more prevalent and relevant in Australian sport. Help me out here. Players IP. Their intellectual intellectual property. Oh, that. So I don't have any intellectual property. I don't so have intellect. Their imaging. Their imaging. Oh, okay. Yeah, ability. fair enough. Well, you've got to think of all these things, mate. You look at all the people who have been screwed in the past because they didn't know about this and uh, and they were taken advantage of. They were. And what else has happened is they've, they've been allowed to extend the squads and the the maximum total base salary is now at six hundred and fifty five thousand, and set at six hundred ninety nine hundred ninety five next year. So small okay. increases, yeah. But good on them. It's growing. Okay, all right then. Uh, of course, the AFL Women's Brisbane have uh, have had a great win, have they not, <laughs> over North Melbourne? And uh, uh, the gee, the girls were happy, weren't they? They were, but they did it tough. Yeah. It wasn't until the final quarter that they got over the top of them. Mm. But what I had to laugh <laughs> laugh about, uh, the Brisbane hierarchy wasted no time trying to find their, um, to make room for their new premiership cup in their new premises. They've, they, they probably had to build a bigger trophy room. So, right. Uh, that's at Springfield? Springfield. Mm. In the city of Ipswich. Home of Homer Simpson. Oh, that's Springfield. Right. Dope. <laughs> Oh! Um, so there you have it. Well done to the uh, the women's team. Craig Starsevich does a wonderful job uh, with the girls. Their former 
Uh, he did play for Collingwood, so he but, does. But and not everyone's perfect, and <laughs> true. But what is also very pleasing was that they lost a lot of players as the competition has expanded, but they continue to mm. redevelop and redefine themselves. So they've been up the top in five finals now. So well done, Lions. Yeah, I think we spoke about it last week, the fact that I think the game itself is gaining momentum too after a bit of a sluggish start. Now, uh, speaking of the women, of course, uh, well, our Brisbane women's heat side have gone down to the Adelaide Storm. Yes, the fire was doused. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah. Um, but still, they weren't far off and Adelaide have been there all year. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Look, it was a great effort. The heat started the season, regular season, in great form. Drifted away, but then started to find their form right at the end. And you'd think 125 was doable, but you know, some great bowling from the home team. That's why they've been on top all year, I guess. And they only went down by, what, three runs? Yes, three runs. Mm. It's not much, is it? It's a bit of an inside edge down the boundary line, that one. Damn. Or, or a no ball over a Matthew yeah. Wade's head. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're in India, of course, <laughs> it won't get called. Uh, so, uh, anyway, well done to the Adelaide Strikers. We look forward to the men starting, of course. Uh, now, hockey, it was the under-15 girls' turn this time in the Indoor Hockey State Champs. Yeah, travelled down to Brisbane. Now, one of the last indoor championships of the year. Unfortunately, fell one game short in the final going down to Brisbane, but another great effort. And once again, Maryborough shows they are still a hockey powerhouse. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we move a bit closer to home, do we now? We do. The Spring Cup rugby fast continued with only one game played over the mm, weekend. And that uh, scoreline too. Ways Falcons thrashed Gladstone 71-7. to Is it fair to say rugby is struggling in the regions? I don't think it's fair to say just the regions. I think you should say at national, mm. state, and regional level. It's pretty sad. Look, you know me, of course. I'm, you know, I've grown up being an AFL man, but I love all sports. I'll watch everything uh, going round, and you know, I've watched some good Aussie teams over the years. John Eels, etc. You know, play some Maggie. Liner Campese, oh, Look, we've Nick had some Jones, yeah, and the list goes on. You're right, mate. You're right, and uh, to see where we are now, and especially, uh, you know, locally, 71-7, the only game of the uh, the weekend. It's disappointing. Look, there's, there's one round remaining, and uh, that's in Gladstone this week. So let's hope all six teams can, or the five travelling teams can get to Gladstone before the finals and have a game. Yeah, it wouldn't be putting the house on it, that's for sure. Uh, cricket. Yes, um, some tough games on the weekend. The Cavaliers gold versus Cavaliers black. Cavaliers black. Three for 265 were too strong for the Golds, who were all out for 90. Ouch. That hurt. And then Grammar's Tanana were too strong for Bushrangers Blue. They posted seven for 190, and Bushrangers Blue were all out for 126. Now, what happened in this last game? Ah, uh, the score had not been entered by... What? We don't know who won. I would have a fair tip, and I would bet my house on the Bushrangers Gold defeated. <laughs> bet your house on it. Right, okay. Done. But uh, some great <laughs> results. Joel Jensen taking four for 28 for Grammar's Tanana. Good effort, mate. Mm. And how is this for Cavs Black? Luke McCulley, 93 off 101 balls. And Ricky Linus, not out, 98 off 79 balls. Well done. Okay. What's happened to Troy? Is he playing? Yes, he's playing. How's he going? He's going okay. Iggy. He's Hello, going. Iggy, if you're listening. He's going pretty solidly. Is he, he's not making too many runs. I'm not looking at him here. <laughs> well, he's hey. about developing all the youngsters. Blaine. Is he? Good on him. Good on him. All right. Uh, now, uh, what's happening around the region this week? 
again, as as we get towards the end of the season, it's the last weekend of softball before the Christmas break for the the Harvey Bay Coral Coast competition. And in local cricket, Cavs Black play Grammar's Tanana, Bush Rangers Blue play Bush Rangers Gold, and Ozrocks play Cavaliers. Okay, in rugby this week, the uh, final round is. As you suggested, uh, Ways Falcons and East Pythons, Gladstons and Turtles, Barbarians and Mariners, or scheduled, or scheduled, scheduled. if you like, uh, to play in Gladstone. At Marley Brown Oval. Have you been to Marley Brown Oval? I haven't been to Marley Brown Oval, no. It's what a, am I missing? Yeah, it's, it's a nice little boutique ground. It's okay. got one big grandstand on one side yep. and, and a hill on the other with some fields over the back. Mm-hmm. And a club, and Dan Murphy's right in the, in the end of the field. Oh, so. that gives you something to aspire to on a hot day standing out the field, doesn't it? <laughs> No, it's not a bad Seeing ground. the Dr. Dan sign there going, get me there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, unfortunately, uh, Brendan, we've had a, uh, someone's pulled a hamstring here this week, and that is our special guest that was to join us. Unfortunately, can't make it. Now, he hasn't bumped us. He is genuinely not well. Yes, I won't name him, but uh, okay. anyone who knows any uh, president of a sporting club in the area who's just been on a cruise has come back sick as a dog and is, can hardly speak. And as we know, because we've got good heads for radio, mm. you need a voice, but uh, his voice is shot. So what's, what's the problem? What are the symptoms here? Tell Dr. Dr. Blandy, you might be able to help him out. Uh, sore throat, runny nose, oh, yeah. headaches. Yeah. Could be a multitude of things, old age. Yeah. I was going to say, he's got a cold. Get up, you're not hurt. No, that's fair. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of uh, flu going around at the moment. Influenza A, we've had two people here. COVID still uh, mm. bubbling along as well. Yeah. Yeah. COVID's uh, doing what it does and that's knocked people down as well. So uh, rotten time of the, no time is, is no. good to get crook, but when it's stinking, stifling hot, it just adds to it. It's like, oh no way. Anyway, if you are feeling uh, poorly, we do feel sorry for you. Hey, so unfortunately no special guest here. So we're going to wrap it up, Brendan. We do, mate. There's not um, there's not a great deal happening at this time of the year. No, this uh, we might uh, next week have our last podcast for the year. Oh, that sounds very interesting, very yeah. exciting. Well, you're going to have to come up with something. I will find plenty to I'm talk sure, about. Mate, We've got plenty of cricket happening next week. You are a diviner of sport. You know those water diviners who walk along and their little stick moves towards the ground when there's water underneath? You do the same with sport, mate. You can sniff it out. Oh, well, I... I can watch a lot of sport. I can guarantee you that. And I'm happy to talk about all things American sport as well. If that, if yeah, yeah, we might just let that go for, for this week and next week anyway, and probably for the next few weeks after that. Um, look, we'd like to thank you, good listener, uh, for putting up with us today. And when we return, we'll chat with another guest or a guest uh, about all things <laughs> sport. But a shout out each week to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community that often goes unrecognised as we share that positivity. Who have you got, mate? Well, again, I'm going to go for a group of people that do an amazing job in all different clubs and all different sports. They don't get the recognition they deserve, but sport can't happen without them, and that's our first aid officers. Indeed. Our first aid officers help us when we're sick, Mm -hmm. have to do it when they're probably sick, Mm. and, um, you know, we need them all. So well done. Absolutely. Big shout out there. And uh, I think that just about wraps it up, Brendan. uh, Remember... Our sport, our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast. 